0: Visit us online at www.thehype873.com.
1: That's right. It's your girl, Tampa Mystic, and we are live right here on the Hype 87.3. Good evening, everyone. And we have a special guest checking in tonight. He goes by the name of Carlo Rossi. How you doing, family?
2: Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing blessed. Man. appreciate the
1: Absolutely, it's a pleasure to have you here, man. You know we got a lot to talk about. You know we kind of caught up on a few things before we went live, so I'm definitely excited for you to be on the platform and be able to share your story. Before we get into everything, give us a brief introduction of who Carlos Rossi is and where you're checking in from.
2: You no, know, I'm Carlos Rossi from Fresno, Cal. You know, um, I I'm here to deliver what I've been through in my life with my music, you know, and I'm here to touch somebody motivate somebody to um, keep from, to keep going and not giving up
1: yeah that's what it's all about is is spreading the positive word and being transparent about your journey because it will absolutely motivate people because we are in an era where there's so much mental health issues going on that people need to hear you know the positive side of things so we're going to definitely talk about all of that take us back um you grew up in fresno
2: yeah, I'm born and raised from Fresno. Born and Fresno, raised. California.
1: Okay. Take yeah. us back to when you was little, you know, maybe five, six, seven years old. What What were you like when you were little growing up out there?
2: Man, well, when I was young, um, you know, my mom is from Puerto Rico. So I'm half black, half Puerto Rican. And then my dad, he's, my dad is black, but he got Jamaican family from Jamaica. So I got I got roots out there too. But pretty much my mom, raised me, you know, I didn't grow up, I grew up without my dad, you know, he helped at times though, but, um, my mom tried to raise me in the church. Yeah. You know, um, the positive, taking a positive outlet, outlet of things, but, um, I didn't have a dad, so I don't want to blame him because y'all make our own mistakes, but I was a kid, I went to the streets and started making negative decisions and and um, that caused um, certain things in my life. But as I grew older and had a son, um, I was able to correct my flaws and start making the right decisions.
1: Absolutely, and you know, life is a testament about you know our journey. Because you know, I, I pr- truly believe that life is divine. It's everything is already written. And that God has certain things in store for us, and we have to walk in faith, and we have to know our purpose. And it sounds like you know it took you a little time, like it does everybody else. You know, we have to mature and grow up to really figure out what is our purpose on earth. And and you've done that. You know, like you said, you're a father now, and we're gonna t- definitely talk about that. So I'm so glad that you were able to overcome everything, man. And you have a story to tell. Um, about what age did music start becoming a passion for you? Was it Something that happened after being in the streets?
2: No, I've actually been in music all my life. But um, the first song that um, I recorded to was an artist and producer named Kid Ink and my cousin Ken Page, which is a major producer. He's gonna win a Grammy. His first Grammy, um, February fourth, God willing, um, gave me an opportunity.
1: Man, that is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. About how old were you when you started? You know, tapping into that street life.
2: Um, about nine years old.
1: Wow, you were just a baby. You were so young.
2: Yeah. Well, when I was nine, I was I was um, you know, dabbling in it. You know, yeah, I wasn't needed yet, but I was young. I was starting to be around um starting to do things and i started doing street activities you know and being active you know when i was about 13 years old
1: man that is that's a lot to bear at such a young age and again you know i'm so grateful that you were able to make it up out of that situation i know you've endured some things in your life which um we'll definitely discuss you know You've had some trials for sure, but you've overcome all of that. So you said music has always been there for you. Let's let's focus on that for just a moment. Um, Okay. I know you said you have people around you that do music that was in you know production, and and you said there's a potential uh, Grammy in the works.
2: Yeah, my cousin. We actually started um, a a brand and a music label called Global. Um, That's the brand global but um as far as right now he um is doing his own thing with his label i still support him fully like day one you know um his his global sound. i got my label um global worldwide entertainment
1: that's amazing congratulations on that I, i believe every artist should have their own movement and you definitely have yours and you know good luck to your cousin um Taking home that Grammy, we're claiming it, we're manifesting it, all that. <laughs>
2: appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah, his name is um. Since we're talking about him, his name is um. I gotta give him a scholars. Um, cause he did a lot of work to be in the position he's in right now, and um, uh, you know um, all you gotta do is stay humble, and God's gonna even take him further. But his name is Kenneth K. P.
1: Well definitely shout out to him out here doing big big things, and it sounds like he's uh somebody that motivates you as well,
2: yeah, for sure, you know you know when we were, we were I was young, you know, in the streets and stuff like that, and I grew up how I grew up, so I never gave him i I gave him flowers, but I never really gave him his flowers like as far as how uh, impactful he was in not just in the music career in my life, you know. Being around him, it was somebody I looked up to, you know. Even though he was my family, and we was around each other from day one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he inspired me.
1: That is amazing, absolutely. And we do, we have to give people their flowers because we never know when it's their time to leave us and transition and be with God. And and I know you know all too well about that because uh you were i heard that you were in a coma like in a situation where you were like you know partially paralyzed and couldn't move and and we're gonna dive into that in just a moment but yeah shout out to your okay. cousin give him his flowers we got to give you your flowers because you out here getting to it and you've overcome a lot man you have to you know definitely that self-love is important so you know shout out to you for out here doing it as well
2: yeah i I appreciate it. you know. I, I learned from the best, so you know. Um, I was down for a minute, depressed, you know, because of the condition I was in. Yeah. You know, weird, couldn't talk, couldn't walk, couldn't mm. couldn't do nothing, couldn't do music, couldn't perform. But because uh, I had God in my life and had him, and I put him first, I was able to um, keep going and uh, triumph adversity.
1: Yes, and absolutely.
2: Motivate, and motivate others.
1: Man, that's what it's all about. You're you're a testament, you know, and and absolutely a walking testimony because you overcame so much. And and I do appreciate you being transparent and and open to sharing, you know, some of your story about what happened because. Again, like you said, it's going to motivate other people because everybody goes through stuff, some people more than others. So, you know, I guess while we're on the subject, let's just dive into it, if you don't mind. I know that you said that you were in a coma. Um, Talk as much about it as you're comfortable talking about it. You know, what you went through during that time and how long ago was that?
2: Well, to be honest with you, um, it was, man, it, it, it changed my life. And not just physically, mentally, everything, like a lot has changed and transpired, you know, since I went through that situation. Um, and almost losing my life. It wasn't my time, God get caught God kept me here. It could have been worse. Yeah. You know? Um, ever since it been it was three years ago. Okay. But it was so bad that when I was in the hospital, um, the hospital told my mom pulled the plug four times. Oh. So showing her information that he has no way he's gonna make it
1: man that is devastating i couldn't imagine because i'm a mother i have a son and i I couldn't even imagine having to hear those words like that just makes me emotional hearing that that your mom even had to endure that uh how long were you in a coma
2: i was in a coma um 53 days so almost two months
1: wow gosh that's a long time now let me ask you this because that's something I've never experienced and I pray to God I never do experience but coming out of that like do you remember the moments when you first came out and woke up from the coma
2: I don't remember like the first couple days yeah but um all I know is I had an iPad and I started being active and <laughs> making social media pages and FaceTiming people and then trying to remember numbers and calling people from out of state, New York. And, you know, they him back and my family answered and they were like, oh, my bad. And she was like, yeah, we were, we were there. He was in the hospital, hospital bed with his eyes all turned and I didn't know, I didn't know what was going on.
1: Man, I'm so glad that you can actually now talk about it in, it sounds like kind of a joyful way because, you know, you now understand that God gave you another chance at life. And that is, gosh, that's more than we could ever ask for. That is amazing. Um, coming out of that situation, what was it like? You know, I know you said that you had to uh, relearn to like walk and things like that. What were some of the things that you endured coming out of the coma?
2: Um, like, um, like what did I have to, um, obtain or do? Yeah. Like, learn to do? yeah,
1: exactly. What things did you have to relearn how to do? Everything. Wow. Talk and walk and everything.
2: I couldn't, I couldn't talk. Wow. I couldn't walk. I couldn't move my hands. Uh, I couldn't rap, you know, cause I couldn't talk. I, yeah. I couldn't do nothing, nothing musically. Um, of course I would just. I was just in the wheelchair. I was just there. But God willing, you know, um, I was dedicated and motivated. So I did what I had to do with therapy at the hospital and therapy myself yes. every day. I still do it every day to strengthen my um, my body and strengthen the sides where I lost like um, strength at. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm just, you know motivating and keeping going. It's a day to day it's a day to day thing. I'm just thankful um what happened it showed me that the number one thing you gotta be appreciative for is life and people take that for granted.
1: Man, that is facts. You you just spoke huge words right there because I talk about that often. You know, I, I've lost my sister and my mother and you know losing them really showed me how short life is and like you said we have to appreciate people and give them their flowers because that the only guarantee in life is that our clock will expire at some time we just don't know when it's going to be and you came very close to that but god said not yet i'm not calling you home yet carlo rossi you staying on earth for a while you still have a yeah. purpose to fulfill right. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. God, god was um god had his hands on me and i had a lot of people praying for yes. me too you know, in the church world. I'm not just connected to people in the streets. Um, I'm connected to people in the, shir- the church, the city, you know, in the music world, you know, stuff like that. So
1: yeah.
2: all, um, outlets of life.
1: That is amazing. Definitely, everybody, including God, has you covered now. Um, so, you, how long? I know you said you still do some stuff, but in the hospital, how long did you go through therapy for, like, you know, your speech and and learning how to walk? How long did that take place, either at the hospital or in a medical type facility?
2: Uh, well, I I did it at the hospital, and then the hospital had a therapy place too. So after I was released released from the hospital they were coming to get me well not coming to get me they were coming to visit me at the house the hospital for therapy and then um they felt they were like you we feel like you still need it do you want us to keep coming or do you want to come there so I wanted to kind of get out of um being um sheltered in you know because I was in the hospital room you know, I'm, I'm I'm used to being active, and I'm smart, so when I was out before my coma, I wasn't just, I was in the streets, but I wasn't just moving. Yeah. Like, I understood um, my value, and, you know, um, what, and people, how people look at my, see my spirit, my bad, but people, how people see my spirit. Yes. And the, more than just being connected to a street or to a, a neighborhood where I'm from, or, um, music, all, all our accomplishments, the main thing that people wanted to stop, you know, for me motivating and, and changing other people's lives was my spirit and the connection with God that,
1: you know, when people meet me, they feel. Yes, absolutely. Would you say that your purpose while you're here is to motivate and inspire other people?
2: For sure. For sure. It I, with, To be honest with you, um, my, I feel like my calling was, like, you know, and I'm not trying to take anything from the streets or what I've done, but I'm just being honest, and hopefully somebody's hearing me, and you like, oh, dang, he, he was real. He just said it. He didn't care what nobody thought. And then so they could fi- feel it and, you know, and, be understand to open up and just be the real them. Yes. So, um, I feel like my calling was to be in the church, like being a being a pastor and being over a congregation and, and touching people that way. But you know, in life, you know, I went through what I went through. So I um went to the streets, and I I went full fledged to the streets and was doing things and. And, and lost a lot of people, and that kept me on that path. But to be honest with you, am um, you not know, trying to take nothing from nobody that's still living that life. And then, you know, it's all respect, you know, because I've lived that life. Yeah. So I know what it's about. But um, be the real you. Absolutely. You know, when, um, what touched me really. But maybe really stand firm on being who I am and doing what I'm doing uh, is when told me, someone told me because of you and how you, how, you, how you talk on social media or how you live your life, the positive side, it stopped me from committing suicide.
1: Man. So those were thoughts that you had at one point in time?
2: No, that's what somebody told me.
1: Oh, somebody else told you. Okay, sorry, I misunderstood. So somebody else was telling you that they had a thoughts of suicide, but because of your journey and your story, it helped them through that dark time.
2: Yes, ma'am. I, I, I To be honest with you, I've had thoughts of that.
1: Yeah.
2: Really, not before my coma, but after, because of the position I was in. Yeah. So, you know, not just sound kind on of a churchy, but you know the devil attacks you at your worst, um, worst time in your life. Yes. So, um, he he attacks my mental. That's the main thing he's gonna attack you. He's gonna attack your mental. So that's what he went for.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Do you, if you don't mind sharing, because this is something I talk about a lot personally. Because again, I believe. People like yourself and me, we have to be transparent because, again, it helps people. Do you ever have or experience any form of anxiety? Because I definitely do. Mm, no, no. I the- did
2: when I, I did when I first got out of the coma. Yeah. You know, because of the position I was in, I was like, man, you know, I got a name in my city. You know, you know I got. <laughs> street ties I'm in a wheelchair I can't I can't get up I can't run I can't I can't be active so on the negative side yeah but it's not all about that yeah the main thing it's about is being a vessel and touching somebody's life keep their life going and being and staying alive and being um and touching somebody's life to be positive you know
1: I love that. I love I love that you're so positive because, you know, a lot of people, if they had went through what you did, they wouldn't be strong enough to come up out of it and they would have continued having that anxiety and or depression. And it sounds like music is one of those outlets for you that has probably helped you get past a lot of that anxiety. Is that true to, to say that?
2: That's the that's the main outlet yes if it was if it wasn't for music, I'd have been crash out,
1: man, music is therapy, isn't it
2: yeah yeah um it it helps with not just my mentor, it helps with my voice, yeah, I'm still working on my voice a little bit, yeah, you know, I'm you sound good to me that, <laughs> yeah there's some people that um in, online that um knew how I sounded before it's not too far but I still have to work to do.
1: yeah understood but you know what though I'm, I'm just I'm so happy that you're pushing through that and you're working on it because our voice is like an instrument and we have to fine-tune it all the time you know so that's the way to look at it just look at it as if you're fine-tuning your instrument your voice and it's a constant piece of work and well, as long as you're willing to put the work in, which you've absolutely been doing, God's gonna handle the rest. You know that.
2: Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I got um, I got two full projects recorded already. Wow. That I haven't released. I'm already working on my third one, just to have it in the uh, in the vault, ready. So right as of right now, um, I'm just releasing releasing singles, you know, to get my buzz back because it's it been some years, yeah. you know, being more active, you know, networking with people. So, man, you'll be surprised, you know, um, of who wants to, um, I've been working with, who I got songs with right now done that people don't know about, they've been quiet about it and just building a plan to put it out.
1: Well, I'm definitely proud of you for putting in all this hard work, You said you have two full projects already recorded and a third one in the works. So let's talk about that a little bit. How long after the coma did you start recording music?
2: It took about a week after one year.
1: Okay. Okay. So 360. Let's see. Let me, let me see if my math is mathing. You said uh, about a year and a week? Yeah. Okay, okay.
2: So, to record a, a full song myself.
1: Because you had to work on your speech and kind of get that all back together enough to where you feel comfortable to start recording music.
2: I already recorded before the year, but to be honest with you, my passion, I wasn't in it because of the condition I was
1: in. Understood. Understood. Your heart probably wasn't fully in it because you knew that you still had some work to do on yourself. You had to get yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually where you needed to be in order to record your best type of music. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Man. So when you started recording about a year later after the coming out of the coma, is that when the two projects started coming together
2: no i got i actually recorded some songs was actually recorded in the first year
1: okay okay
2: but i to re-record them because um i didn't finish them or because um i feel like i can
1: do them better understood you can always go back and re-record them yeah for sure for sure just because you record one song
2: like my What I'm trying to do is, when I do music, I'm trying to make a hit. Yes. It it doesn't matter. You know, I make a lot of radio music, but I'm not aiming for the radio. But um, I'm trying to make a hit. So I'm always trying to make the best type of music that I can. You know, rather it's street, rather it's, you know, hip-hop, rather it's... um, I even have a gospel project that I'm working on, too, to be honest with you. Like slowly but surely to put it out and to reset the hip hop r and b world like is a different market for gospel, so yeah, I'm working on the gospel project as well,
1: absolutely, yeah, working on the gospel side and on the secular side, I think that is really dope because not a lot of artists do that because they're not willing to step outside their comfort zone per se. But by you doing that, you're going to reach a a wider and broader audience. Now, are you open to other genres? Um, You know, a lot of hip-hop artists or gospel artists are crossing over into, like, you know, maybe doing some country music or some pop records.
2: Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure, sure. pop. For sure, pop. That is dope. Like I said, the brand, the label is global, so for sure, pop you know um for sure country you know not just hip-hop or rap or r&b like yeah i'm i'm into being global and being global is going outside the box you know worldwide
1: 100 percent. i love that absolutely worldwide it's bigger than your city it's bigger than your state it's bigger than your country. It's worldwide, baby. <laughs> yes,
2: right now, global.
1: global out of this world. Like we, we cater into the aliens out there. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, we,
2: we, 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 we we on Mars. We on Pluto.
1: Facts. I'm loving it. That is so dope. That is dope. I love your energy. I love the fact that you just are having fun at doing music. What, are you enjoying the most about being a music artist? Break that down for us.
2: You know, um, pretty much is touching people's lives with my music. You know, yeah. I released a, I have released a song. You know, when I first started doing music, I was releasing a lot of street music. You know, because that's who I was around. Yes. You know, and you know who you're around. That's what you put out. Just like if you're around some broke people, you're going to be broke. That's right. Because they're not going to motivate you to have more. Me, I want to be around people that got more than me. Why? Because I want them to challenge me and not tell me what they did to, oh, do this, do that, instruct me, but just... This what I did. How to this what I did to get in this position. So take this step, you know, and, and and I'm approaching my way, you know.
1: Yes, you are absolutely right. You know, I I have a friend of mine back home. I'm in Atlanta now, but back in Tampa, um, a couple that I know, they're very wealthy, very successful, and they told me that they said, you know, you want to hang around people who are doing better than you because. Hanging around someone who makes 25000 a year can't tell you how to get to that million a year if that's what your goal is. You need to hang around people who are doing the things that you desire to do in life. So you're right. You hang around people who are doing better than you so they can help show you the way how to get there.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And you know, a lot, a lot of people these days, they, people that are doing more or have more, they be, um, they come some type of way about it. You know, me, I get inspired by it.
1: I do, too. I agree. I'm with you on that, it 100%. Makes,
2: it makes me push push you more. Like, it makes me snap out of it. Like, I'm being lazy. I need, <laughs> I need to take it up a not. Like, for real, I'm being lazy. I can't take it up a notch Because you're not going to get into them predicaments, you know, if you're late. You know what they say. Um, if you're sleeping, you can't. You can't. You don't. You can't make no move.
1: No, that's facts. Absolutely, we had to get up and get up off our ass and get to it for sure.
2: Yeah, I, I, I barely sleep, but it's part of the process, though.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Let's talk about your creative process. Are you? Do you write? Do you freestyle and punch in? How does your music come together?
2: Um. Well, I'm gonna go back in time when I first started recording and doing music. I was the best freestyle like, <laughs> the best like the ones that know know like i can get in the studio and freestyle a song like not no punching in just just rap and it sound like i wrote it right now i'm trying to get to that space my my freestyling's getting better because the more i've been writing a lot of music so i'm getting to that space but um my music, the more that I put time to it and write and uh, challenge myself and start, I've been writing on different type of records, not just type of beats or records that I'm used to. Um, that's easy for me to record on. Like I've been challenging myself. Yes.
3: I've been
2: doing, I've been doing country songs, pop songs, um, gospel songs. You know, like I have all that in the vault, just waiting. With gospel, I'm not really going to do that right now. I'm just waiting. Um, I'm building up, you know, the rap, the hip-hop to a certain level. And then I'm going to um, start touching touching that area.
1: Yes, absolutely. At least you have it in the vault, though, ready to go. When you are ready to launch it, you'll have it ready to go. Or at least some of it there. And then you can like go back and touch it up if you need to, but it's always going to be there when it comes to you writing. Does that help you with like your mental? Because I know a lot of people have writing sessions because it helps them, you know, kind of pour their emotions out and get things off their chest per se. Does that, does writing do that for you?
2: Yeah, for sure. Writing, um, man, it helped me out a lot. Yeah. Like, you know, it opens up my mind. And then I, one thing, before um, my coma, the last couple of years before my coma, I started reading books a little bit, a tad bit. <laughs> but people, people don't know how important reading is.
1: Yes, it's you fundamental. Know, we got to do it.
2: <laughs> now, I've been reading so many books, you know, since since God sat me down. Now, I say God sat me down, but even though the situation was negative, you know, it's going to be a positive outcome. So he sat me down. I've been able to work on myself, correct my flaws. And I've been, um, that's one thing I always wanted to work on, enhancing my vocabulary and taking it to the next level. Um, and by reading, has been doing that. With well, my music, you know, I keep my vocabulary simple. And the reason why is because I want everybody to understand it so I don't say too many words or I don't say um I just try to keep it simple you and know I'm trying to go global I'm trying to go global with it I'm not doing this for my city yeah Fresno California I'm doing it for the world
1: man that is so ironic that you just said that because I just had a conversation today where I talked about because I've been I've been a radio personality for, gosh, over 12 years, and I just today was saying that when I interview my guest, I never use really big words because I don't never want anybody to feel like they're on the spot and they don't understand what I'm asking them. <laughs> so I try to keep it simplified because if I throw out some big word, they might be like, what does that mean? And I don't ever want to make anybody feel like they're on the spot or whatever. So you and I are kind of the same, like with your your musical style, you, the way you write is very similar to how I actually interview people. So that's dope. We got that in common.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's and also that's a that's hit format. Like as far as making music, like when you're making, um, when you're simplifying your words and not saying much words or um, easy like a let me see how would I explain it? Like easy for someone to grasp. Um, that's hit format in music. Yes, and you know I've learned that from being having the relationships and being around who I've been around and for the person that showed me that first is the person that started the brand global with I started global with my cousin Kenny Page, he's a producer too um he showed me that you know so yeah if he's listening you know I gotta give him his flowers and you know everything that you know we worked for and, and he works for himself you know because i i've seen what he how many hours he put in it. he he motivates me to keep going too yes you know so one thing i want to say not just to, about him to this is for anybody that's listening like a person that has more than you or was able to obtain more you know before you sometimes they have to Sit back and um, get to a level because you're not ready. Yes, 100%. You know, and you can't, you can't feel um, no type of way about that. If you're real, you won't feel no type of way about that. Right. I've, I've had people that, you know, the last couple of years that, you know, and I grew up with slowly but surely went next level with the with whatever they're doing money, music, you know, um and uh, you know, and I was kinda sad. Or even especially because of the situation with the coma almost dying, you know, I had to sit down for so long. Yeah. But I'ma catch up.
1: <laughs> nah, that's facts. We absolutely can never Compare our journey to someone else's because everybody's journey is different. Yeah, for sure. We have to follow on the path that God intended for us. We're we're on God's speed. We're on God's time. We're on his watch. So uh, I love that you understand that because some people they'll compare themselves and wonder, why not me, God? Why am I not there yet? Well, it's just not your time yet. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah for sure yeah you're definitely worried right about that
1: yeah let's let's switch over to the personal side for just a moment and then i want to come back to the music um you have one child
2: yeah i got one yep i got one kid um you know when you're young you start dipping the and dabbling and being active doing your thing you know <laughs> you know I always been a lady man you know, like you know even though at times I'll be overfilling myself, always been a lazy man. So um, I'll, I always knew how to um, to grab one. <laughs> and The reason why I said grab is because I might not, they could have had more than financially or, you know, materialistically, but because of my looks or because I knew how to talk, I knew that I was able to say, Enjoy them the time
1: <laughs> ladies man i love it <laughs> that is dope how old is your child if you don't mind sharing do you have a boy or a girl
2: i got a boy His name cameron and cam if you listen i love you yeah he's a boy he's 12 years old
1: so let, let's talk about that you shout out to cameron if you're listening shout out to you um you have a great father. You know, he's definitely going to show you the right way. I know you're already doing that. Twelve years ago when he was born, how did that change your life?
2: I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready. I was 18 when I got, when I, um you know, I, you know, I, was, I was doing my thing before I was 18. Yeah. But with his mom. You know, I got with her when I was 17. I probably started talking to her when I was 15. And, you know, I got her pregnant when I was 18.
1: Yeah. Listen, God God had everything planned out. I had my son at 19, so I was not much older than you were when your son was born. And I wasn't ready either. I had literally oh, just graduated high school. And I was like, I'm about to be wow. a whole mom. Like, what do I do? <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, me too. I was 19 when I had him. But, you know, uh, thank God he's getting pregnant right at 18. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, because I wasn't ready. I, I, I wasn't ready when he came. But, you know, over the years, I, I was able to use him as motivation and correct my father. Interesting times, you know, because of what I went through in my life. I don't want to uh, blame that. But my life's been hard, though. Yes. Yeah it wasn't easy you know like i started from the bottom you talking about drake drake <laughs> i'm not even gonna talk about where he started but i really started from the bottom yeah people don't know they see they see now or they see where my family's at now you know now how good they're living how built, and you know their income or where they're working at the ones that know like i started from the bottom my family my mom like section mate ebt all that like i was young i remember going to the ebt places when it was on a when it was text not even on the
1: car man taking us when back
2: and it was regular, it was regular I, that was the only way i would think that we will be able to eat if mom went to go get the ebt check go to the store go to food man,
1: man. you've definitely been through a lot And you've overcome a lot. Does your mom live in Cali?
2: Yeah, my mom lives in Cali.
1: Shout out to your mom. Shout out to her.
2: (laughs) Yes, my mom lives in Cali.
1: I know she's so proud of you.
2: Yeah, she... she The most thing she's proud of that I didn't give up. Yes. And I kept my spirit... I kept my spirit pure. Yes. You know?
0: Um,
2: But I, I was telling her, I was like, she... She probably was shocked a little bit. I told her the certain things and the certain thoughts I was getting. Like, you know, I could have been crashed out.
3: That's right. Even
2: before my coma, but especially after. But, you know, because of my spirit and because of my mindset and because God, having God in my heart, you know, and and what she um, instilled in me since I was a baby, You know, I was able to um, make the right decision. You know, when I first got to Coma, I was I I got I got back on my the old the old Rossi. Forget about Rossi before (laughs) Queller Rossi. My name was Young Low. Okay. So before when I first got to Coma, forget about Queller Rossi. I went back to (laughs) Young Low. I I couldn't walk. I couldn't barely could talk in the sand but i was i was back outside <laughs> i was i was driving with my left foot you know, you know you just drive you with the right foot i was on the freeway oh my goodness I was, I was i was i was doing my homework on things my mind was working the best way it could you know i i had i had to cut i had to cut all that off though because you know um yeah i wanted i have revenge in my heart Yes. That's all I'm gonna say about my situation. I have revenge in my heart, but when you have God, you know, and I'm gonna keep saying that because I want somebody to be touched. Like, dang, you're talking about God a lot. Yeah, I'm not ashamed to talk about it.
1: That's right. You know,
2: a lot of these artists that's in hip hop and rap is is a, is afraid to talk about how they were the right, the real way they were up, they were brought up, or you know, the real them. I want somebody to hear, hear what I'm this interview and be like, you know, their interview kept motivated me to keep keep going or, dang, he kept it real. So I'm going to do this more and maybe I won't commit suicide because they're thinking about They've been having any type of thought.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why it's so important, you know, for music artists or people who have a platform to keep it, very transparent and be okay with talking about that kind of stuff, because it it definitely could save someone else's life. Yes, man. Out of all the music artists that are out there, which one of them inspires you the most and not even necessarily their music, but maybe their hustle. Who is like your all time big inspiration artist?
2: Well, if you know me, like even, um, you know I got ties with his neighborhood and and everything like that. You know it's crazy how God works things out. You know He, he heard my music before um, He passed away and got murdered. But um, even though he now he's getting his flowers and his just due, but you know since 2007 eight when he first came out, the first time I talked to him, you know he was my favorite. Because I liked it, what he stood for, how he talked, his music—you know—he still kept his street, but you know, I felt like in his music, he will start making the music he did when he first came out, you know. And now is Nip Young.
1: Yes, long live Nip! I at my studio. I have a studio out here in Atlanta. I've got a huge like nip mural in there because he was absolutely a motivation for so many people and i can only imagine especially you being from cali he was probably a huge inspiration because simply of his hustle like you know his music was amazing but his hustle was undeniable
2: yeah his hustle his work ethic but the main thing that people overlook besides him being an artist or besides his fame the main thing it was his spirit yes and they could stop they could stop what you're doing but your spirit will live on mm. so what with the situation with me yeah they had me sleep for almost 60 days and had everybody saying rest in peace on social media thought I was gone but all I was doing was sleeping yeah <laughs> that's all I was sleeping and God was Working on me when I was sleep, so I can crack my wrong doing.
1: That's right. Come
2: back better than before and do time.
1: Absolutely, you were just taking a long nap because you needed that rest. Because now you got to go extra hard.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was doing a lot of, I was doing a lot of, I was getting away with it, you know, because you know I, I'm smart uh, and I have smart ways, but I wasn't too smart because that situation happened, but. um you know god was able to give me another chance at life and keep going and before i move on to the next question um if you're listening to listening i want to shout out huster rob from the falcon boys that's connected to Nipsey also he was um part of the falcon boys group before Nipsey went solo yeah he was a part of the group he was part of the group their group the falcon boys and he's the one that um got me really connected and really pushed me and pushed me to get me on, on um, his first, my first t- major tour opening for artist t fly um, him and his brother Robin, Hood, which is connected too and Robin Hood manages uh, he's a manager, but he, he's an investor too. He manages Buddy Brown, which is a longtime uh, Grammy award winner uh, Bruno Mars. My, uh, I mean, yeah, he, Bruno Mars, majority of his Grammys, and not all his Grammys, can producing for Bruno Mars, but that's who my cousin, Kenny Page, is um, signed to. Um, Brodie Brown, which is an artist as well with Death Damn Records.
3: Yeah.
1: He got
2: nine, time, nine Grammys.
1: Wow. Well, that's motivation right there, because that's going to be you at some point in time. You're going to come back and talk to me. In a few years from now, we're gonna talk about all them Grammys you got. We're manifesting it, right?
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure, it, it's gonna happen in due time. I just gotta, I gotta, just gotta continue to put myself. Like I have the music, I have the relationships, but I just gotta put myself there. It's not, it's not hard. You just gotta do it. Yes, it's there. All you gotta do is obtain it. It's not hard. Anything in life is not hard. You just gotta work for it. And if you're not working for it, you're going to be sad and it's going to take longer. But when you start to um, invest time and energy into it, like I'm doing right now, sleepless hours and not sleeping. And I I haven't told nobody this like that. You know, only a a short few, barely, like my mom, like close people, but I barely sleep. Mm. And I live in, I live and breathe this music and working on new music and that's what you have to do if you want to be a music artist. Yes. Or, you know, I'm not, it's the thing, I'm, you know, if God had plans for me to be a star and be on Drake level or, you know, um, Nicky House's level after you pass before, while living, then so be it. But really, I just want to take care of my family. Yes. And, take care of my loved ones and my real ones that believe in me and push me to keep going and then give up and take care of their lives. That's, that's my whole goal. It's not about having material things, jewelry, you know, or having everything to sign on somebody else. It's to see the people that I love having all the things they ever dreamed of while I'm
1: living. Absolutely. Absolutely. You see the bigger picture and you want to take care of your people. I love that.
2: Yes, ma'am.
1: I love that. Absolutely. For the people who are supporting you and loving on you, if they're tuned in listening right now, or if they hear this at a later time, what do you want to say to the people that are supporting you the most?
2: Um, I would say, um, keep going. Don't give up. Be the real you. Um, Anything that you want to obtain comes with work. Nothing comes easy. Um, and in due time, it might not happen when you want it to, but if you invest the time and energy into it and keep God first and really keep God first, don't just say God because it sounds good. Right. You know, your, you know, your life and your words and your actions is motivating and touching people you know then uh, that's what it will be. I
1: love that. You'll get there. Absolutely absolutely And and a lot of that starts with us taking accountability for our own actions because a lot of people make excuses why they can't do stuff rather than taking accountability and figuring out how to make it happen.
2: Yeah for sure that's the only way you're able to correct your flaws.
1: That's right, that's right, and it, it's hard it, to do sometimes because people got pride.
2: <laughs> it's so, hard. it's so hard. You, you're talking to one of the young, youngest people, you know. Like, boy, I,
1: you can't tell me
2: nothing.
1: I know. I, was, I was that person about- too. <laughs> I'm
2: myself.
1: I'll my, myself times a thousand. <laughs> that is funny, but I, I get I, me too. I've always been such a prideful person. And it took my OG, who was also my business partner, he's older than me, to tell me that, you know, sometimes you got to put your pride to the side and let people help you. Like it's okay to have a team of people around you. Because I was the type of person I wanted to take credit for everything. And I quickly learned you can't do that. You absolutely have to have a team of people and let other people help you along your journey. And that comes with taking accountability for our own flaws. And, uh, man, we had to push that pride to the side.
2: Yeah, you got to. That's the only way you're going to be able to um, flourish in life. That's right. Correct your flaws. Correct what you're doing wrong. Stop being prideful and and correct it. Yeah, since you're talking about big homies, um, if you listening, I don't know he be you know, doing a lot of stuff and you know he be shaking and moving, you know, and being active outside. <laughs> but yeah, since you're talking about big homies, shout out to my big homie scheme from Fresno.
1: Definitely. Shout out to him, man. Sounds like he's somebody that motivates you as well. Yes, man. I love it. I love it. Well listen, we're gonna get into one of your records. I just wanted to say thank you so much. taking some time tonight we've been on for almost an hour now and and you got so in depth and very heartfelt and I really appreciate you doing that because these are the type of conversations that I enjoy having just real life conversations people getting to know you better because you know that's what your fans and your supporters they want to know more about you so thank you so much for taking this time with us tonight and just really getting in depth about everything that you have going on. We're going to listen to one of your records in just a minute. Before we do that, for the people who are not already following you, where can they follow you at on social media?
2: You you can follow me on all platforms, you know, Karla Raji, that's K-A-R-L-O space R-O-S-S-I, you know, all platforms, Apple, Music, Spotify, you know, iTunes, you know, all the major platforms. You know, um, you could follow me on Instagram. Um, this uh, my new Instagram that I made since my coma. You know, um, uh, it's everything is every letter lower case, so like, like you know, if you want Instagram. but it's Carlos Rossi five five nine. That's C A R L O R O S S I five five nine. That's my area code for my city. Okay.
3: Prisma.
1: Okay, got it. I was I was gonna ask you what that was. That's the area code. Makes sense, most definitely. That is dope. Um I know you throughout our conversation you've definitely gave flowers to a few people that you love and respect. Is there anybody else that you wanna shout out to?
2: I wanna shout out to all the ones that pushed me and you know, everybody's dealing with their own life issues. Yes. But and it might not be like how it was before, and that's not, But it's not no hard feeling, you know. I know everybody's dealing with their own life issues, but I appreciate, you know, the couple messages that you did send me or, or stuff like that. But yeah, I want to shout out, you know, all my real ones, you know, whether it's, uh, um, from the streets, whether it's family, whether it's in the church, you know, all my real ones, you know and, and keep going, you know, and this is your journey too. It ain't only mine it's, it's your part of the journey too. that's right, and I do what I do for y'all. It ain't just for me,
1: yes, and shout I out do what I do for y'all. shout out to yourself, too, man. Like you're such a dope individual that you've overcome a lot since a very young age and you have not allowed that to stop you or hinder you or not out here making excuses. So you got to shout out to yourself.
2: Yeah. Yeah. um, For sure. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, So I know you want to shout out before we get into music. So, um, and I appreciate your time too, because I, I know you usually don't do interviews this long. So I know you probably just felt led and just went with it, but I do appreciate your time.
3: Oh, you know, I'm not,
2: a, a lot of artists up and coming is big headed you know yes. like they won't say that like <laughs> no, i'm a, I'm gonna give you a flower keep doing your thing you know look to be honest with you you didn't reach out to me i reached out to you yes. and that's because wh- I, what i seen that you're doing so you're shaking and moving too mm. so just keep going it's only a beginning for you you're not you're you're going to obtain and have more too so
1: just keep going man thank you so much i appreciate that like and you've motivated me like more than you probably know because oftentimes people say oh woe is me poor me but then there's people out there like yourself who've been through so much more that It makes me feel like, wow, my life has actually been pretty decent in comparison to what some other people have been through. So there's no excuses. So, you know, you're definitely a motivation for me. And I'm glad that you and I crossed paths and that we'll continue to work together. And when you do come out here to Atlanta, you got to pull up to the studio so we can do this again in person. I would absolutely love that.
2: Yeah, I know. I was supposed to be there today, but, you know, you know what happened, you know. Unfortunately, so it's you know, all good. I'm in LA right But <laughs> um it's gonna happen. You know, everything happens for a reason. It's all about God's time and not your time. That's right. So, yeah, yeah, it was a day type of situation where it didn't I was supposed to be there and it didn't happen, but you know, the timing wasn't right.
1: Absolutely. I believe that God intervenes oftentimes and we can't question why. We just have to roll with it. He intervened for a reason, and we just have to accept that. So, like you said, we're on God's time, and the time, you know, we're yeah, we're still early on in twenty twenty four. Man, sometime this year we'll make it happen for sure. It's yeah, it's gonna be a quick and it's gonna.
2: People think it's just because January the year won't fly by.
1: Man, it's gonna be twenty twenty five before we know it, right? (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah my, my 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 father figure passed almost nine years ago
3: mm, I'm so Re- sorry to hear my that
2: dad, Al- yeah let Re- see my dad Albany Hall you know I wouldn't be the man that I am if um I didn't have you in my life and um you show me how to be a man even though I was young and doing what I was doing and being bad at times. <laughs> like the life that you, the life that you lived you um inspired me and showed me how to be a real man. Not just do what I was doing to get by or like how to have your own imprint and being a man and being the, the leader of, you know. Yes, of your of your household, you know. So before we get into the shout out, I want to ask you one question. You probably like, dang, you gonna interview me? oh
1: that's Um, fine.
2: (laughs) Um, real quick before I get do my shout outs and get into my music, people probably never asked you this before. What talk about real quick? Talk about um, I know you got to get to something else after um. What do you have doing? I, I got going. I know you have a music label. I know you got artists. You know stuff like that. So you know, um, say you know, a, uh, pretty much advertise and uh, this your platform. So advertise it, and you know, any artists that you have that you want, that's putting a record that you want to release. Um. um promoting at this time. It's all
1: good. I appreciate that. Thank you. You know what? You're right. I don't think anybody has ever asked me that. Like, I'll just give you a quick rundown for everybody that's tuned in, man. Um, my social media is at Tampa Mystic. T A M P A M Y S T I C. I'm from Tampa, born and raised. I've been in Atlanta for ten years. Um, I've been a radio personality for almost thirteen years. I'm I'm on uh, FM radio here in Atlanta five nights a week. And, uh, you know, of course, the Hype 87.3, I have a studio, a beautiful studio out here called Creative Media Zone that me and my business partner opened. Uh, We've got podcast studios in there. We've got the radio station in there. We do the mic drop performances in there. We do a a segment called Trapping from the Basement. Um, I own a full promotional company called Mystics Entertainment, which I established back in 2012. So, you know, I offer a lot of services for up and coming and independent artists from article writing to getting it published on the big blogs uh we do dj servicing we do the interviews we do video interviews we do audio interviews um man there's a lot you know i have a lot of different artists that i work with and i'm just humbled that you asked me that thank you for giving me a little bit of shine on your interview that was really dope
2: <laughs> it's called platform so you can't never get too um big-headed or like you got to understand first yes god but you got to understand who gave you the opportunity first
3: man and when
2: you do that and sit back and think like hold up this person owns a label too this person has artists too this person has businesses too yes so you know it's our platform so yeah promote it
1: man i appreciate that uh, Thank people you. that
2: people that don't know about it that it's connected to me or new people that never heard of me or that's listening because it, it's your channel or stuff like that so yeah
1: I appreciate that. Thank you. Most definitely. And listen, I'm excited to, to get to, you know, know you more as an artist and we can work together because, like I said, I have other things that I offer for independent artists. So we can definitely talk about that offline. And, um, you know, for anybody that's tuned in, if you want to follow me, once again, you can follow me on Instagram at Tampa Mystic, T-A-M-P-A-M-Y-S-T-I-C. And then my, my uh, podcast that I've been doing for about 12 years now is called Industries Most Wanted. I've got a YouTube channel with a ton of videos. You can go watch my video interviews. So, yeah, thank you. Carlo Rossi, I appreciate you. That was really dope.
2: It's all good. So my shout-out, I want to shout-out, before we get into the music, I want to shout-out, um, you know, my dad, Rexy, Albany, Eddie Oil. Um, you know, all my supporters, you know, my mom, my sisters, Dana, um, my son Cam, Cameron Davis, um, you know, all my loved ones, my, you know, my church, um, Impact Church in Fresno, um, you know, my first church before that, his dad, um, Word International Church. Um, so yeah, you know, and I shout out all my my loved ones, you know ones that kept us solid. Shout out Kenny K.P. Page for starting on his community journey. Um, pushed a ride from the Salton Boys for everything he's done. Um, connecting me with his neighborhood, the Crenshaw neighborhood and everything that came from that, past that. Um, Emil Devine, part of the global um, brand. Um, yeah, all my loved ones.
1: Absolutely. Definitely. Well, again, I appreciate you taking some time and sharing your journey with us and being so transparent, but we're about to go ahead and get into this record featuring uh, Raven Justice. Tell everybody the title of the record.
2: The, the title is called Out the Streets.
1: Out the Streets. Is this record officially on all the digital platforms for people to go stream?
2: Yeah, it's on the, all the major platforms. So, every- And I'm working on Oh, go ahead. We're actually we're no go I'm sorry for pending off, but we're actually um since we're talking about the record, we're actually dropping a music video. Okay. It's coming real soon for it. And we're doing a an EP album together.
1: Nice. Well that's big. Definitely shout out to you. Congratulations on all the positive things that are happening and that will continue to happen in your life. I'm excited for your journey. Shout out to you for overcoming so much. Shout out to your mom and your son and your cousin and all your loved ones who've been supporting you along your journey. We got Carlo Rossi checking in right here at the Hype 87.3. Once again, it is your girl Tampa Mystic, but we're about to go ahead and get into this record. It's called Out the Streets.
2: You you want me to introduce the record? just in case you want to keep it or anything like you know <laughs> definitely I'll throw, I'll throw i'll throw you in there too
1: definitely that's exactly what i need so go ahead and give us that official introduction
2: it's your board Colorado open your ears I'm going to bless you with my single after the tree from raven justice a hype 87.3 radio we
0: global
1: let's go y'all stay tuned for it
0: come and see what all the hype is about Tune in to The Hype 87.3 This
3: is a boy man. we got
0: we got one We global Made it out of the streets, I'm getting paid now For the paper, I can't wait, I'm on my way now Pull up a billion on the scene I got a lot to celebrate, need to It's a situation, ayy I got it good, I had to slow down Came out the trenches, I know I was gon' make it What you know about fighting for your life? Got on your left side,
2: doctor on your right Wondering if I ever see my son ride a bike Wondering if I get to tuck my daughter in at night But I'm back though, I made it out, that's a fact though Now it's Portugal when she asks where I'm at, bro I'm in there six, bruh. Smoke out, bumpin' money, makin' it, bruh. I praise dude to the most high. I still put my niggas on, cause I'm that guy. And still cop the H space, cause
0: I'm that fly. Bro, nigga, no east to the west side. Made it out the streets, I'm gettin' paid now. For the paper, I can't wait, I'm on my way now. Pull up and Billy on the scene. I got a lot to celebrate, need to blow up. Ayy, it's gettin' lit, it's a situation and models, it's a situation, ay. I got it good, I had to slow down I Came out the trenches, I know I was gon' make it up I know I was gon' make it up I had to put on foot all my foes Got it out the mud. That's where I'm from, ain't no handouts, I showing love Now I come through with bands out in Bentley trucks Reminisce on one time when I rose up The streets, it's gettin' wild, it's gettin' colder Y'all know what it is to lose a brother To the streets my brother on my chain, now we shining. Had a run with the VVS diamonds. I remember all them nights I was crying. Every time I hit the stage, I reminded him. it out the streets, I'm getting paid now. For the paper, I can't wait. I'm on my way now. Pull up and Billy on the scene. I got a lot to celebrate. Need to blow up. Hey, it's getting lit. It's a situation. Bottles and models, It's a situation Hey, I got. I had to slow down, came out the trenches, I know I was gon' make it up